Hello everyone, this is Monica Go, and we're starting our new year and it's pretty amazing for me. Even though we're recording, you're gonna see some of our feed and our YouTube page, but today I'm, I'm just recording with, this is gonna go up very easily. And I have with me a very, very cool guy, Bill Power. We're here in South Carolina and we're at a farm that has really talked to my soul. And um, even though if you would come to this, this beautiful farm with all these alpacas and, and beautiful animals, you could feel the sense of peace in this place. But I know he doesn't have everything as a success story. He must have something there that you might wanna hear and that will inspire your life. Because remember, we're all going back to basics and we're all going back to God. Bill, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to be with you today yeah. at your land and your place. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you, Bill. And tell us a, a little bit about this beautiful, this beautiful place, but I'm so sorry. Um, but, but how was it for you to get here? Was it always this beautiful? Was it always a success story for Bill Power? Not at all. Not at all. And I'm going to be scooping poop while we talk. Okay, that, okay. I think that's beautiful because I'm already stopping and I was supposed to be the poop. <laughs> so we got, we got somebody already picking up the alpaca poop. I've been learning all of that today with him at his farm, which is amazing. Picker upper, but that That's was my okay. work anyway. Okay. Yeah, so my, my journey is, uh, I think it's not atypical. Okay. Um, you know, I, I grew up, grew up in the South and nice, comfortable middle-class family, but, uh, we went, you know, we were religious folks. We went to church, but it really didn't mean anything to me. I just kind of went and happy. A thing to, to do. Happy to see when it was over. Oh, um, I get you. And uh, when uh, when I grew up and uh, had my daughter, we started going to another church. Uh, this was in Northern Virginia. And uh, some things happened there that really, really, really turned me away from God. Mm. I uh, actually gave a finger to God, said, I don't need anything to do with you. Mm. And uh, spent most of my life in that kind of fashion. Um, and had a, a few, uh, you know, very successful in business. Uh, and it didn't fill me up at all. Wow. You know. Got to have this, got to have that, but none of that material stuff really, really did the trick. And uh, You were able to achieve it, but it didn't fill the hole. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And I think that's very common for people. Very much so. So I had a bit of a life crisis in uh, mid-2000s and uh, found myself, I was living in Boston at the time, working there, didn't know anybody. Mm. And I found myself at the door of a church and uh, sort of gave up at that point, surrendered. What took you to surrender? Um, drugs, alcohol, overworking, focusing on myself. Mm -hmm. um, it was a pretty dark time, really, in my life. Wow. And... Uh, so at that point, I gave myself to God and uh, 
forgave him. <laughs> you forgave God. That's really important. Him. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I know that he forgave me. And so... Uh, Where are we taking it? Uh, well, we just put it up here. We're going to go over in this town. Okay. <laughs> but the interesting thing is I thought everything would be roses and unicorns from that point on. But I quickly realized it was even harder. Because, uh, you know, I had a, a burning inside of me to be a better man. But like Paul, I had thorns in my side. Hmm. And continued to do things that I didn't want to do and wasn't proud of. But didn't know how to stop. So it's been a real journey um, since then. But I... Uh, you know, I grew up afraid of God, afraid that I was going to go to hell, whatever I did was wrong, and uh, I, I quickly learned, very self-sufficient, very uh, successful, quote unquote, mm -hmm. but empty. Didn't know I was empty for a while, but then finally, kind of life kind of crashed down on me in the mid-2000s. I was in Boston, Massachusetts, working on a job there, and uh, found myself wandering the streets, not wanting to kill myself, but being perfectly happy if I didn't wake up the next day. Gotcha. And uh, I found myself at the, the church doorstep, and uh, that was kind of the beginning of the phase two. Because for me, this is all a success story. But well, thank you. The, the nitty gritty is what we love to hear. <laughs> <laughs> That's always the best part, right? Exactly, exactly. Phase two. Hmm. Um, and so uh, I forgave God. Not that he needed to be forgiven, but um, <laughs> I forgave God and uh, realized that I couldn't do it myself. And so I, I, I turned myself over to God at that point thought that it would be an easy journey at that from there on thought that it would just be unicorns and rainbows mm -hmm. and, and I quickly found out that it's not she's nursing now she's nursing if you would see this precious moment what is her name uh, baby is Tommy and the mama is Vicky and we're talking about llamas okay so and these are alpacas oh alpacas <laughs> the llamas the one over there alpacas crazy conversation alpacas llamas and camels are all from the same family that's right and so bill so uh you know again i thought it would just be easy easy going from there easy street but i quickly realized it was harder to be a born-again christian than it was to not be hmm. and uh you know i thought that my my thinking and my behavior would immediately change and transform and it didn't it's a process, isn't it? It's a, absolutely. A and sometimes process. it's a pretty long process, would you say? It's a lifelong process. It's a lifelong process. Yes, it is. So I'm still in the middle of that lifelong process. Mm -hmm. But uh, I know where I'm going after I die, and that's really all that matters. And my, uh, my real blessing is that Cheryl, my partner, and Julie, my daughter, are both born-again Christians. And so everything else is just static static oh explain that static for me please well everything else in life pales in comparison to that if people ask me what my greatest pride and joy is it's that 
Um, it's not this farm. It's not material things. It's that uh, I know where I, my salvation is. Is where your salvation is. What would you say to someone that is in a hole, that is in depression, that is in drugs, that is in a hole in there? I would just share my, my journey. Um, I mean, this to, I believe this is an individual journey for everybody. And nobody can take you there. They might be able to help you and walk with you, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to take you there. Uh, but maybe my story will resonate. And, uh, you know, hopefully the way I leave my life now, I do more good than bad. And people can see that and uh, kind of realize that it's not coming from within. It's coming from, from the Lord. From the Lord. That is so beautiful. Where could people find you? How could people come to this farm? Could you give us all of your info? Oh, sure. Yeah. So, um it's Heard It Here Farm, H-E-R-D, Heard It Here Farm. Farm. It's in Cottageville, South Carolina, so outside of Charleston. We have a Facebook page. We have a website. So anybody that's coming to this part of the country, we'd love to have you come out. Love it. Hey, guys, with Bill Powers, I, there's such a powerful moment at this time. And I just want to guide you here, bring all your people. If you're RVing, pass by. Bill Powers has a testimony that has given a go to his life. And remember that God already gave a go for you. Blessings to all.